Closure is liberation because it sets you free from the chains of past and clears your path for the future. However, when it comes to a narcissistic relationship, you never get it. Once the narcissistic relationship ends, you find yourself in the middle of nowhere, wondering in shock, what happened with me? Hi, I am Danish, a narcissistic abuse recovery professional, and today I'll be talking about five reasons why narcissists never give you closure. If that sounds interesting, make sure that you're subscribed to this channel by pressing that subscribe button and push that bell icon so that you stay updated with everything latest that I post here. So let's begin. Number one, they see you as an extension of themselves, which means that you are seen as an object and they consider it as their eternal right to use you in whatever way possible. You are considered to be the constant source of supply that is never ending, that is always going to be there. And they can come back whenever they want to, which is why they keep you just as an option over there and maybe if they lose the other forms and kinds of su supply, they can come back and you know have you back in the trap. Number two, indirect control. If a narcissist knows that you are struggling or you are in pain because of the relationship or because of them, it, get, it gives them what you can call as indirect fuel or indirect supply. It feeds their sense of false self. It makes them feel important in their own eyes. It becomes a way for them to extract supply from you, but indirectly. So they do this on purpose. They, if, they, if they know that you're struggling, they would still stay away without giving any explanation for their actions, but would always make sure that you are suffering or you are in pain or you are never moving ahead in your life. And it's all about, you know, again, feeding the sense of self. It's all about being in power. It's all about being able to affect you even in their absence. Number third, they do not care. Now what I am about to say may sound contrary to what I just said a couple of minutes ago. Narcissists do something called selective amnesia, meaning they forget selective parts of their experiences and they narrow their perception of the reality only to what feeds them or what is required in a given moment. They are very selective when it, com it comes to their focus. So once you are out of sight, you are out of their, uh, their mind. Now, a couple of minutes ago, I was talking about how they want to have that control over you, how it's about you uh, being lost and how, it is, how that, that makes them feel important. But what happens in certain cases that when a narcissist discards you, and they have other bigger sources of supply that they can rely on and you are not their primary source and they know that if one source is gone they can jump onto the other in other words if you are not seen as as an important as asset or important sources of supply they can completely erase you from their consciousness meaning it never crosses their mind that 
they miss you. The only time they think about you is when they do not have a source of supply to rely on. The way you miss them after the narcissistic relationship, it never happens to them that they miss you the same way. They just forget you. That's how it happens. No emotional connection. They don't care about your death or life. That is how brutal it is. Which is why they move on very fastly. Which is why you see them jumping to the other relationships in a very short period of time. You know, and that too very easily without, without considering, without giving themselves a time to grieve about what happened. Because what happened in the past was just a game of extracting supply for them. So this could also be shocking for a survivor. A couple of minutes ago, we talked about indirect supply. Now, the fourth one, which I am about to talk about, is indirect control. A narcissist wants you uh, to suffer, which is why they want you to stay single. Which is why it makes them crazy or they become extremely angry if they find out that you are moving on with someone else or you are entering a new relationship regardless of whether they do it themselves or not. They want to have that hold on you. They want to see you begging for forgiveness and begging for chances because it's all about the, the supply, it's all about the grandiosity, it's all about being in control, it's all about having the upper hand in a relationship. So this is the, and this is the problem here, this is the inconsistency in their behavioral patterns. On one hand, they would not want you to move on, but on the other hand, they would do everything for them to show that yes, that, that they have moved on themselves. So this is also why they do not give you closure because they want to have that control over you regardless of what they do in their own life. Number five and the last one is that they want to keep you hanging in the middle of nowhere because they, they want to present this whole relationship you had with them as a mystery because mystery gives them a means and a way to control more. So they want you to stay stuck in the thoughts like, what was the relationship about? Was it me? Was it him? What was going on? They want you to be confused because the more they see you struggling with this confusion, the more they see you hanging in the middle of nowhere, stuck and wondering what you should do next, the more they get satisfaction, the more they feel in power, the more they like it, the, the more they feel good about themselves, the more they feel better in being able to influence you and, you know, their capacity in their capacity to do so. So it's all about control. It's all about power. It's all about sadism. It's all about getting the supply even after they have left you. These are the key terms and these are the core concepts of why they do not give you closure. I hope today I was able to help you to understand 
that you have to get your own closure because they will never give it because of uh, the reasons I just explained. And there's one thing I would like to talk about before I end this video. I have an exciting and an important announcement for you. Day before yesterday, I launched a course on breaking the trauma bond. It's a very comprehensive, strategic, proven and practical training and course that will help you to know and learn how to break the trauma bond if you are struggling with one. In this course, I'll be covering thoroughly and deeply how you become trauma bonded at first and then what sustains this trauma bond. And then in the next part of the course, I'll be talking about the five important and essential steps that you need to take to break free from uh, the trauma bonding. If that sounds interesting, you can check the link in my bio if you are on Instagram watching this video and uh, buy this course or you can click the link in the description below if you're watching this on YouTube to check it out. I'll talk with you very soon in the next video or the podcast if you're li listening to this on a podcast channel. Till then, let the healing begin.